It's the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. All right, let's focus our energy, meditative state. We're going to be cool, calm. Here we go. Hey, uh, welcome everyone to episode 22 of the, um, uh, it's the, um, the podcast that is, um, with the S&M, uh, podcast experience. Um, it's the, the S&M experience with the S&M experience. Can I give you a few notes on this intro? Yeah, go ahead. Um, you need to, you need to step it up. Okay. Uh, can I give you a few notes? Yeah, I'd love to hear them. Uh, no notes, change nothing. You're okay, perfect. Way. Steve, I'm going to split the difference there and be kind of terrible and kind of great. <clears throat> You're normal. Okay. Um, hey, everyone. It's episode 22 of the SNM Experience with the SNM Experience. Insert that cool sounds like burr, 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 here. You know what I'm talking about, That's the one. I am your host. <laughs> My name is Matthew. And with me today, we have... Louise. Chunky gravy. And we also have Stephen T. Holmes. And I'm going to use this voice for the rest of the episode. So suck it. Just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. So we like to do an opening question from our readers. We like to give advice. We like to help people. We're helpful people. We're like Maury Povich of podcasts. <clears throat> Here we go. Please help. Time is of the essence. I was out hiking in Fundy Provincial Park and accidentally startled a moose. It chased me for a few kilometers and it fell down into a cave system. My legs are caught between some rocks and I can't get free. I just got a new phone and haven't moved over my contacts yet, so I don't have anyone to call. I hit my head pretty bad and your email is the only one I can remember. I can't even remember the number for 911. Please, if you get this call, someone come find me. Oh no, it's starting to rain. The water's already starting to rise in here. Please hurry. That's from Barry Buried. Hmm, what advice do we have to give to Barry here? So he seems to be trapped and the water is rising. Mm-hmm. Here's an idea. Could he just drink his way out? Like if the water's rising, just get slurping. That's a good option. Um, you know, a cave does act as a natural kind of filter for mm-hmm. water. Um, yeah. Sort of like a natural aquifer. I think that is an option if he wants to... Sometimes you might worry about, you know, water diseases. Yeah. But it probably is drinkable. And a way to pass the time, I think, <clears throat> is caves have that cool echo. You know, you can say, like, hello, hello, and hear mm-hmm. back to you. And just do that for a little while. I do think, um, you know, obviously there's that very famous movie, 127 Hours. Okay, yeah. Um, which, which honestly felt like the runtime, <laughs> being honest. <laughs> Sick, um, yeah, um, where yeah, he has to cut off his arm with a knife. I guess you could cut your leg off with a knife if you don't have a knife. Yeah, I think you know, you use uh, nature's knives, uh, your teeth, and just yeah. kind of gnaw through there. And while you're down there, you can even drink some of the water while you're, you know, gnawing away. Two for one. I think um, I think Barry, you know, he mentioned a moose put him into the situation, so. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the moose can get you out mm. of the situation. Oh. Like, do you know any moose calls? You know, like, Steve, I know you know a moose call. 
Yeah. Uh, you're pretty good at it. I think you did it as a warm-up. Um, I did. Yeah. But I mean, like... Do you want to demonstrate that, Steve? Could you do it? I can. Yeah. So there's a few different, I think... You know, obviously, there's the warnings that I think Barry was uh, familiar with, which mm-hmm. is, you know, kind of the moose going, mm-hmm. um, oh, it's a deep kind of bark. If you want to ask for help, I think, you know, you would want to kind of resemble a calf. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you could call out kind of going, mm-hmm. um, Steve, where uh, did you learn how to speak moose? Uh, moose jaw. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that means that there's many options for Barry. He could do the calf, as you say, you know, be mm-hmm. in trouble, even more urgency, and maybe he'll get out of it by that. Because, yeah. I mean, you might not know 911 when you're in trouble, but a moose call could be, you know, what saves your life. Okay, well, I think we gave some good advice. Um, all right, thank you for your message, Barry. Uh, that was sent four months ago. Um, I hope you can take our advice. And what's so, Matt? When when did he send that? Uh, this was four months ago. I think that was in January. Yeah, we have a backlog with our questions, a bit of queue. Yeah, hopefully this reaches you in time, Barry. Um, yeah. I hope that your phone battery lasts four months. And that actually really leads nicely into our theme, which is prank calling nine one one is a fun way to spend a rainy afternoon. It's time for a sketch. It's time for a sketch. Oh, yeah. All right. We're outside at camp. It's nighttime. Campers are gathered around a campfire listening to their counselor. All right. Remember, camping can be a lot of fun, but there are dangers out there. Does everybody remember their special role for the night? Yes. 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 Tim raises his hand. What was mine again? You're on tick watch, Tim. Huh. I'd rather be on chick watch. A few campers feign laughter. <laughs> Tim was expecting more of a reaction. <laughs> yes, I'm <clears throat> sure we all would. Okay, we've got a big day tomorrow. Lots of activities planned, so let's try to have an early night and no funny business. Though I will have my noise-canceling headphones on, so if I don't hear it, it didn't happen, right? The counselor winks. The boys laugh. All right. Tents are all up. Everyone knows who their buddy is tonight, right? Yeah. 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 Tim raises his hand again. Tim, do you know your buddy? I do. Uh, Sorry, this isn't about that. Uh, Could you tell me what my special role is again? I just told you a minute ago. Yeah, but could you just, like... Let me know again. I just want to be totally sure what I'm doing. Just hundo P. You are on tick watch. Okay, cool, cool. I'd uh, rather be on chick watch. <laughs> Tim really lays it on thick this time, nudging the camper beside him repeatedly. No one laughs. The other campers are feeling the awkwardness that has swept over the camp. Yep, I hear ya. <laughs> But you're on tick watch. Did you say chick watch? I'm a little hard of hearing. Tim, cut it out. You're on tick watch, okay? Tick watch. Scott's on chick watch because he's great at finding chicks. You're good at finding ticks. Are ticks hot babes in bikinis? No, they're not. They're little tiny bugs. You know this. You find them all the time. 
You've never found a chick. I'm pretty sure I've found chicks before. You have never found chicks on any of the camping trips we've done. I have, and I'll do it again. Find some right now. Right now? Uh... Okay, yeah. Uh... Tim nervously looks around. He spots something. Ooh, right there, on your arm. The counselor looks at his arm and pulls off a tick. That's a tick. Shit. See? You're good at this. Stick to ticks. I'd rather stick to chicks. No. Huh? Nope. Ticks. Okay. Hey! Hey, boys! Look what I found! Scott enters with four smoking hot babes in bikinis. The campers all start to hoot and holler. They greet the chicks and high-five Scott. Tim cheers and wants to join them. No, Tim. Get back to tick watch. Tim sighs and turns back. He sits down on a log. At least I'm not on dick watch. Over on the other side of the campsite, a boy is standing guard. Two campers try to enter the site. He stops them and looks at their crotches. He nods and lets them pass. And scene. That's a fun one. I that forgot about that one fun. entirely. That is fun. <clears throat> I think we had a alternate ending idea for yeah. what Dick Watch was, which was two boys looking with binoculars and then a giant dick coming through the woods like a bear or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty great. That's just a little uh, behind the scenes info on the sketch we wrote like <laughs> three or four years ago. <laughs> Today's sponsor is Jackie and Cole's Jackets and Coats. Hey, it's me, Cole, from Jackie and Cole's Jackets and Coats. I'm here to tell you today about a Coachella sales event. Yeah, we know Coachella was last month, but somebody didn't send in the flyers to the printer when they were supposed to. I wasn't in charge of that. Well, who else was going to send it? I told you I was at the proctologist. Ah! Yay! Ah! I'll go to the best. The coats are okay. Read the script, Jackie. Our coats are the best. And headlining are these parkas, because they have hoods. They line your head. Do you get it? Coachella! Coachella! Yeah, it's very warm outside right now, so you don't really need a coat, but we didn't have any other ideas for sales. Coachella! You wanted to see Harry Styles, but now you can be styling in this leather jacket, huh? Huh? Ah! Selena Gomez! These coats are Selena going fast! Just like uh, gonna see Lady Gaga, you go Gaga over the uh, Balenciagas. Ooh, we got the Peter Parker, like a Parker. No. Peter Parker Parker. That's a Spider-Man. No, name another artist. Captain America. Ah, that's not an artist. Steve Ditko. Go tell us sales event happening now at Jackie and Cole's Jackets and Coats. Get free zip of replacement with the code COACHELLA, baby. Because you're going to need it. Our zippers will not stay on. They are not quality coats. You can see the glue. 
Okay, thank you very much to Jackie and Cole's Jackets and Coats. Now we have someone very special. It's Queen Victoria! It's me, Queen Victoria! And now it's Vicky's Pickies! Because that's how Vicky do! Victoria, welcome back to the show. Oh, hello. It's so nice to be back in this dirty <laughs> studio. My palace is much cleaner than this. May I recommend a good cleaner? Sure. Oh, I don't actually know their names. They just do it for <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, to happy, me. Happy birthday. It was just happy birthday. Your birthday was uh, last week, right? Thank you. Thank you. May 2-4. Yes, you might think it's all about boozing, but it's not. It's about celebrating me, Queen Victoria. Okay. Vicky, this might be rude. I know some people, some some ladies don't. It's maybe rude to ask a lady her age, but what what did you just turn? Well, that is very rude indeed. I thought <laughs> but so. But yes, I am roughly 200 years old. Wow. Give or you take a couple decades, a, probably. You don't look a day over 150. Oh, thank you, Stephen. Do you know what my secret is? Tell us. Butter. Like eating it, or what do you do with it? That's the secret. You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That's how so Vicky that, do. Well, that's, well, summer's just around the corner, so you've got some new trends that you are going to share with us. Yes, uh, quite right. So we will share with those now. Uh, here's the, the first one. So, patio parties with the Belgian royal pool boys. What's that all about? Well, have you ever seen just a regular pool boy? Yeah. Like a, yeah. They Pretty intriguing, no? They got the rippling abs, the tan bodies. Oh, makes Vicky ticky, if you know what I mean. But now, the Belgian royal pool boys. Ooh! Ooh, now that is one level above. What makes it so special? It's like, have you ever had a Belgian waffle? Yeah. Much better yeah. than your regular ones you stick in the toaster, is it not? Yeah, beats an ego every time. Pool boys are much the same. Oh, mm. wow. Yes. A Belgian royal pool Their boy. abs are just like a Belgian waffle. Coincidence? I think not. Woohoo! All right, uh, your uh, second trend here, new thing, hot for the summer. Uh, crocodile skin crocs. Crocs made of actual crocodile skin. So one thing that's very fun about wearing a live crocodile is that they do all the work when you're walking. You just give them a little tap on the back, and away they go. Another thing, when people are looking for autographs, as they often do, because I'm very famous, you may have seen my photo on the back of coins and notes and such, well, no one will uh, come up to you when there is a crocodile on your foot. So it's a whole crocodile. It's a whole crocodile. Still alive. <laughs> you will have to replace them every two days or so after they get starving and die. Um... <laughs> Don't worry, though. I mean, they breed. <laughs> Surely you have a crocodile breedery in your home? I do not. You nope. do not? No. Nope. I do not. Well, what, what do you have in your home, then? I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, I see. You're alligator people. <laughs> oh, to be poor. <laughs> um, okay, so the next trend is a vial filled with the ashes of your betrothed who died tragically at the ripe old age of 24 to hang around your neck as a pendant. 
Yes, and depending on the size of your betrothed, this could be quite heavier, quite light. Um, so I'm hoping that your betrothed was a, a slighter person. Uh, that way it won't be too heavy around your neck. But it is very stylish. Um, so you put like all the ashes in? Yes, and if there's any little bits of bone, you can stick them in too. That's very fun. It's very fun if you have a bit of a uh, transparency, uh, like a like a vase that's transparent, like glass, made of glass. <laughs> so can you explain that you, again? Yeah, ex- explain transparent again. Um, so transparent, uh, young girl, is when light can go through a material and you can see on the other side. Wow, and. Do you have a vial filled with uh, just just ashes of people? Yes. How big is it? I have many, actually. Uh, Who are you wearing? <laughs> oh, um, well, this is my first lover. Um, he was. Uh, we would always sneak him into the palace where we would make sweet, tender love. Um, but then my grandpapa found out and had him killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss Henry so much. <laughs> Uh, here's the next item. This is nice for a, a hot summer day. Vicky sounds like you'd like a hot summer day. Ooh, I like them spicy. Yeah. Uh, so a jewel-encrusted parasol to keep you pale after a beach day. Uh, my mother always said, make your skin look like milk so that people want to drink you up. And let me tell you, people like to drink up Queen Vicky. Especially those Belgian royal pool boys. Oh, yeah. Nothing goes better with Belgian waffles than milk, am I right, Stephen? I, 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 absolutely. I bet you you're drinking a few tall glasses of milk in your day. I've, I've slurped down a glass of uh, 2% in my day, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Um, another trend we want to ask you about are bonfires in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are, what do you mean by, what do you mean by bon- bonfires in the traditional sense? Well, when people disobey Queen Victoria, we just load them onto the fire. There they go. Poof. Burn it up. And it smells wonderful. <laughs> smells like bacon, but better. Hmm, makes my tummy go rumbly. Then yeah. I can just carve off a slice and nom nom nom. That's how you do. Oh, don't look at me like that. Have you never tried it? No. I, I recommend it. I don't, I don't want to try that. Hmm. You've never lived. Well, here's here's the last trend, your last big trend for the summer trends. Yes. Going going to the motor raceway and marveling at how far the automobile has come. Yes. Back in my day, we didn't have automobiles. We had horses which shit everywhere. <laughs> now, the cars, have you seen them? They do not shit at all. It boggles my you- mind. Would, would, Where would does the like hay go? <laughs> Where does the wheat go after they eat it? I don't understand. Explain this to me, girl. Where does the barley go after you feed it to the automobile? You don't. You put gas in it. I don't know what this gas is. What is the? What does it go? You go to a gas station, and you put gas in your car, a liquid. And where does it go after? Uh, I don't into see the environment. Anywhere. It's like a the whole car- lot yeah. worse. It like comes out as like gas uh, in gaseous emissions. form. Emissions. Oh, and- it sounds like me after a full night of bonfires. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Vicky do. Oh, Vicky, it's uh, always a pleasure having you here, stopping by. I think one of your Crocs looks like it's you're going to need to change soon. 
But huh. uh, thank you so much for your trends. Always hitting it out of the park. <laughs> Why, thank you. Yes, yes, quite. What a trendy lady. I am a trendy lady. Oh, well, goodbye, girl. Goodbye, boy. <laughs> May the British Empire succeed forever. Well, thank you very much, Queen Victoria. I love when we have her on the show. Me too. She looks good for a couple hundred. Steve, keep it in your pants. I'm sorry. Do you want to end up in a vial? Pitch it or ditch it. And now it's time for pitch it or ditch it. So we want to make a soap opera. We're going to do a scene from a soap opera today. So let's brainstorm some ideas of how to kick this off. Yeah. So, Louise, you're a huge fan of soap operas. You never stop talking about them. Yeah, I love it. Steve, you had a bit part on Coronation Street, so you are well in the world of soaps. Now that I'm thinking of it, how do soap operas normally start? Like, what's the first episode of a soap opera? I feel I don't like know if you, had one. you had to start it, like, in the 1950s or something. Yeah, because normally when you go into a soap opera, like, it's been running for decades. And how did it I guess, begin? I guess, I guess the important thing is, I guess, the setting. Where yeah. is it set? Mm-hmm. Like there's General Hospital that was set at a general hospital. Mm-hmm. There's Days of Our Lives, which takes place uh, in a day of our lives. <laughs> we have Guiding Light, which was about a lighthouse. Took place in a lighthouse. Should we do? Should we do it like a, a seaside? What if it's a seaside mm. port with a hospital? Ooh, I like it. I picture like a. Kind of a dying town, like it's the town that used to be booming and bustling in the fifties, mm. but now it's down to nothing. Like the, oh, the fish maybe are it's. Are we doing maritime drama? What? Ooh, maritime. Because I love me a maritime drama, as you know. I love me some Pit Pony, some Road to Avonlea, <laughs> some uh, Anne of Green Matt, Gables. Matt's childhood all coming back. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we set this in a pub? Inside this, uh, inside a lighthouse. Inside a lighthouse, and maybe the the surgeon from the hospital is coming to visit. Did you say sturgeon? Yeah, it's a giant fish. <laughs> a fish in a lab coat is coming in. <laughs> I feel like the only soap operas I know are what's that one that is on? Um, Young and the Restless. Oh, okay. And that one happens in, like, a glamorous place. They really just, like, stay and look out windows of wherever they are. And it, and then everyone goes to hospital. Like I think I think that's an interesting thing to bring up is, like, you know, a kind of a wealthy setting. Mm-hmm. But what if it's a mix of these? So it's kind of a, a, a maritime. Mm-hmm. We've got kind of the poor fisher people, fishermen, yeah. who've uh, seen hard times. We've got the yeah. wealthy... Maybe they've built something in town that's like a resort, maybe like a yeah, oh, a resort, yeah. Oh, that's maybe a like site. a so there's like a the nice Hamptons. Airbnb. Yeah, they all run. Let's call Airbnbs. it. Let's call it. Let's call it the Cramptons. Well, that's good. Yeah, there's a real like class divide between them all, and maybe it's the, there's a, forbidden love. There's I some just young. Say that. Oh, we about to say that. Yeah, young lovers from different sides of the tracks yeah. come together. We got a poor fisherman. Falls in love with a young uh, aristocrat. Do you want to do a scene from this? Do you want to just kick it off from here? I think yeah. Let's uh, let's let's uh, yeah. Let's 
What's what's going to be our big opening for this new serialized soap opera? I'll paint the scene for you. Okay, let's go. Okay. Uh, it's the day of in the Cramptons on the wet, the fancy west side. There's like a, an opening of a new Airbnb, like a. <laughs> what are you, why are you laughing? They're opening a fancy bed and breakfast. Okay. And okay. the daughter, the teenage daughter, is like, "No, I'm gonna go." It's like opening day, and they're like christening the 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 B and B. This is going to be quite the B and B, and it's quite airy, don't you think as well? Sort of an air B and B. Yes. Oh, Papa, would you stop with your jokes? Oi there, <laughs> okay. oi, you there, boss? What do you want all this lobster? Oh, <laughs> what are you laughing at, huh? In the back, you're clearly from. East Crampton with that <laughs> dialect. Dialect? What are you talking about? Hey, who's I this little tootsie guy with you? <laughs> <laughs> that happens to be my daughter. That's Do you know who I am? I don't know. You look like you're a big mucky muck. You get a nice suit. Was that Brooks Brothers? <laughs> you damn straight it's a Brooks Brothers. Nothing but the finest. Yeah, you fancy For... pants. Willie Wet Wipes. Oh, you're Mr. Wet Wipes. You're yeah. of the Wet Wipes dynasty. Okay. Big man on campus. Yeah, all right. And who, may I ask, are you? <laughs> Name's Dougie. Dougie Hot Sheets. I think. Hot Sheets. Of the East Crampton Hot Sheets. Oh, yeah, you've heard me? Oh, I believe we've all heard of the Hot Sheets in these parts of town. And you tits, what's your name, huh? Please don't call me that. Sorry, well tell me what word to call you then. My name is Miss Wetwipes. Yeah, I gathered that, because you're his daughter. What's your first name? I don't reveal my first name until I've been with a person for 12 months. Mmm, hard to get. <laughs> it's a common tradition in the Wetwipe family to not reveal your name for a full year. Except you did, Willie. Well, that's to uh, a, 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 oh, oh, a romantic oh, attraction. On. Your name's Willie. Like a dick. Yes. You're, na- you're named after a dick. Do you know what we call a dick on West Hampton? What's that? Crampton? A ducky. Oh. So you're also named after a dick. Do you well. know what? What are you doing? This evening. Oh, I'm trying to drop off this lobster. <coughs> then I saw you, and now I'm in love. What do you say we get out of here? You're very forward. You're going to have to ask me on a date. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. I say let's get out of here on a date. Where would you propose we go on a date? Want to go on my rowboat? Your what? My rowboat. Daughter. 
I forbid you from talking with this low-class boat scrubber fish boy. Hey, I might be low-class. Might be from across the tracks in the East Cramptons. But you know what? We East Cramptons, we got heart. We got soul. What do you got, dick? I've got a thousand dollars for you to get out of here and never talk to my daughter again. I'll take your money, but I'll talk to your daughter again. No. (laughs) No, the deal is, if you take this money, you (laughs) cannot talk to my daughter again. Okay, here's a deal for you. I'll take your money... Then no. I won't not talk to your daughter. Do you Hold know? On, let, me, let me work this out. I Hold get on. to make my no. own decisions, and let me tell you something. Dougie, is it? You're saying it wrong. It's Dougie. Try it out. Dougie. 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 Hey, there you got it. Listen. Can you do it again? Dougie. Yes, thank you. When you rolled up here with your wheelbarrow full of nasty smelling lobsters, I thought to myself, that man with the limp and the gummy smile, he looks so stupid. But then you started speaking to my father. Oh, oh, you're talking about me. I thought you were talking about somebody else. <laughs> when I heard you talking to my father in such a disrespectful manner, calling him such things as a dick, when you started talking to him in such a manner, I I have to admit, I got a little turned on. So it might be the seafood, it might be your weird little limp, which I find quite attractive. It might be the air that is today, but I just, I don't, I don't think it'd be a bad idea to meet you somewhere if you wanted to go somewhere, but you're not allowed to look at me the entire time, and you're not allowed to talk about your mother. All right. Deal's a deal. I can still smell you, and I'll talk about my grandmother instead. Bingo, bongo, dark three, let's go. Lizzie, I want you to think very carefully about what you're about to do. What you going to do? If you walk out of this Airbnb with this fish boy. What about it? You cannot return to West Crampton oh. or this family. Oh, right, right. Like, I'm not going to be able to use my key in the door. Is that right? That's right. Right, right, right. I will change the locks. Oh, he's got to change the locks. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's such a dick. He's Willie the dick. I see you've already made your decision. Probably, I, you know, I don't know if it's this fella or someone else, but I don't really like being told what to do in your house. Well, we'll see about that. Dougie, I hope you understand. This means war. Oh, bring it on, Big Papa. Alright everybody, that's all we got for you today. We're out of ideas, we're out of the laughter, we got nothing left. We are depleted. I could not laugh, even if I tried. 
I'm not even gonna try, I'll probably break. But if you got some laughs in you left, uh, go to our YouTube page. We post funny videos all the time. Well, once in a while, when we feel like it. They're all funny. Like you'll be like, whoa, how could t- how could these people make more funny things? And then you, you just every single time knock it out of the park. Well, there you go. There's just there for you. And if that doesn't work, Key and Peel is great too. Alternative. Yes. We also have a Twitter account. We have a Tumblr account. We have Instagram and Facebook. You can just keep up with us. Whatever platform you use, unless you use one really weird, obscure one that we don't know about, we're not on there. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. We love you. Don't leave us. We need you. Bye-bye. Please stay. Like and subscribe. Find out what happens next time on The Maritimes of Our Lives. The Maritimes of Our Lives. This has been an SNM Experience production. Special thanks to Jackie and Cole's Jackets and Coats. And our deepest condolences to Barry Barry.